Charlie Landing is the founder of Best Agent and presenter of Moving Home with Charlie. The problem is not estate agents. The problem is the control and power behind the scenes that sets the rules of the game in the industry. The fact that I just don't go along with the whole industry bullshit narrative doesn't mean I'm not on your side. To have any chance of delivering more movers a better moving experience, I've also got to solve the problems that good agents are facing. And that's what I'm here to do. Good morning, everybody. <clears throat> Happy Monday, the 27th of March. I hope you had a great weekend. This morning's Backstage and Breakfast show, which is just for estate agents and letting agents in the UK. Um, there's no big new news over the weekend. Uh, there's a couple of the industry news websites have picked up on a story from last week of Times. Um, and a lot of you hear a lot of agents saying about the, the market is returned to normal. Well, for the agents who, who think the market has returned to normal for them, that's fantastic news. Um, I know that transaction in terms of sales agreed. Chris Watkins' uh, stats show is saying that that they're the highest since last autumn. Um, I think we've got to remember that, that last autumn they were already coming down. Uh, they are sort of 25% down last year. But so far, in terms of sales agreed, they don't seem to be falling too far. There is some stability in the volume of sales agreed being week on week, which is fantastic news and that is to be welcomed, absolutely. And long may that continue. Uh, and I hope that it does. Um, it's worth considering, so it, it, have we reached a new normal? Because to me, normal means, oh, this is gonna be where the market stays now and it continues like this. I think that's a, an overly optimistic view given uh, the major, spectres we've got of uh, the instability in the banking sector that if it does continue to to rumble on will eventually rumble into a lending problem but hey uh, you know if you it's a perfectly reasonable thing to disregard that until or unless it happens as an agent i get that too so you know at the moment there's no problem with lending so uh, the market's normal okay that's fine um with prices obviously they, they vary regionally massively uh, but uh, the land registry, with its five-month delay, is now reporting January's prices down 1.1% nationally, which is reflecting transactions from last August, which is before the mini-budget happened in September. So I think that, that we've got this big six- to nine-month lag on, on the effectiveness of land registries reporting. I don't think we've yet seen that come through. So I would caution agents. I mean, Unless you disagree that the average, average conveyancing time is five months, which the right moves figures those are, um, then you've got to accept the fact that those land registry figures are for August last year, approximately on average. And if we haven't yet seen the, the transaction prices come through to official confirmed land registry figures since the, uh, the mini budget last, last year, then that does suggest that they're going to fall further, at least in the short term. I'm not making long-term predictions with this comment, but just in the short term, you should be expecting that. It's just with mortgage approvals dropping to uh, seven-year lows in February, that would also suggest it. Um, so all of the indicators suggest that we haven't yet seen the finish of uh, the end of price falls. I'm not talking about long-term, okay? I'm not saying three years, 35%. I'm just talking about the next few months. Of what's likely to happen because i know as an agent that's where you're really thinking in the next you're thinking the next three to six months you're thinking your existing pipeline you're thinking getting your existing deals over the line um 
So, um, yeah, I mean, for many agents, I know that it feels relatively normal now. Uh, normal as in not pandemic spike levels, but, but pre-pandemic sort of activity levels. And I get why some agents are saying that. And, and long may that continue. Um, two stories I want to touch on this morning. So number one, just for those of you who have movers who may or may not be affected by banking crises and especially in their confidence levels. Um, so on Bloomberg, that was the headline last night. In, investors brace for another week of volatility, which is basically uncertainty. So there's an, still enormous banking uncertainty. Um, there was a study done by Stanford University in America, one of the top universities last week, suggesting that um, the, the banking situation has a lot further to go. At least 180 more banks are expected to be affected by it in the coming months. Not this week, but in the coming months. Um, what we do have this week, um, though, in Europe, <clears throat> is, uh, this is on Reuters this morning, uh, banking sector comes central banks called on to do more. So central banks called on to do more uh, means that they want the Bank of England, etc., to do more to stop banks that are in trouble. Now, Deutsche Bank is one of Europe's biggest banks. Uh, it is currently the one that's uh, experiencing the biggest sell-off by investors. And if Deutsche Bank were to fail or to need a government bailout, that would send shockers through the industry as well. Not going to happen this week, I don't think. Um, but if you're an agent that likes to be up to speed with these things when talking to your clients, I thought you might like to know that. Now, on to industry news. Um, this is Property Industry Eye picking up a story from last week, uh, which was in the Times, about uh, whether the Times named Connells as an agent adopting illegal conditional selling tactics. Um, I have linked to this in, this in the description below this video on YouTube, and I recommend you go and read it. All right, it's it's important an important thing to be aware of. Um, I, I think that the article talks about how they get away with it by not putting anything in writing, and if they haven't got anything in writing, they can't be prosecuted for it. Um, but uh, I think it's troubling for the whole industry if the UK's largest estate agency brand is behaving like this. Because as we know, any bad news about estate agents tends to tar everyone with the same brush in the media's eyes and in the public's eyes. And I think that all agents who are aware of whether this happens or not, and I know some of you are, a lot of you used to work at Connell's and then go and work somewhere else. Um, I think that pressure from within the industry to stop this would actually go a long way. So any high profile agents who want to go to the media and say, yeah, this, this, there are some bad guys doing it, but it's not all of us. And, and it's really important that the public knows that this is not a practice that's carried out by ethical agents who care about their customers. We would not force people to use our in-house broker uh, in order for them to have a viewing on a property. I think this is an opportunity for any agents who feel that Connell's conduct and by the way if this is happening Connell's, as far as i'm concerned i've heard my own reports as well directly that it is happening from people um i put this down to the pressure of the corporate policy the pressure on targets because this is not something that any individual would want to do and i don't think that if if connell's do get what's the word if this ends up being proved to be true 
then you can expect Connells to try and talk to, to use the a few bad eggs and blame it on the staff rather than their policy, which would be utterly dis disingenuous of them to do. But it's what they'll do, of course. Um, but you know, as a practice, it's really important that good agents quickly make a stand against this sort of thing. Um, join in the publicizing of it. Share, you can share this story, um, share the story from the Times with your local market, right? With your local mover market and say, look what Connells has been up to. Um, where you think that the, the local Connells branch is a badly behaved branch. And, and, and is, because that sort of stuff, this sort of conduct doesn't help anyone. It doesn't help movers and it certainly doesn't help the agents. Uh, the agents, estate agents' rep, uh, reputation. Sorry, <laughs> Monday morning mouth. Um, it doesn't help estate agents' reputation in the industry. And I really think that all other agents who don't do it should be quick to pounce on this, to share the story from the Times, um, and to to make your local moving community know that it's only very bad agents that do this. And and that will help, I think, to push back against the story that some larger agents use, that the larger agents are the more reliable and the ones that follow the regulations, because it's just not true, is it? It's just not true. But they have big marketing departments and they have big legal departments. Everyone's scared to actually accuse large corporates of anything. Well, you shouldn't be scared because whatever legal threats they might come with, they can threaten what they like. But if the truth is that they have broken the rules, the courts don't care. If you're a large or a small agency, when 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 a defendant is in the dock in a situation like this, it makes no odds whether they're from a big company or a small company, other than their legal budget. But if the evidence is compelling that they have broken the rules, they'll get done for it, provided the lawyers uh, uh, on the prosecuting side uh, know what they're doing. So I would, if I was a smaller agent and I suffered, as all small agents do, from larger agents' marketing campaigns. Um, taking an unfair portion of the market share, I would be trumpeting about this. That's what I would be doing. I really would. I'd be making sure that um, all the local movers knew because these guys clean up on volume. Did you see this? Uh, Christopher Watkin put a, a, a post on LinkedIn last week, but then quickly deleted it. And I wanted to put it back up again. Um, uh, where he said, the largest agent by listings in London exchanged contract on 27.7% of those listings, right? That's staggering, isn't it? The number one agent by largest listings, he didn't name them and neither am I, um, only sold 28% of what they listed in 2022. Whereas, the and just, just in case anyone thinks that's normal, uh, the number two agent by listings exchanged twice that amount, 56%, okay? So it just proves that there are agents who are gathering large market share so in London, the largest market share by listings agent is actually selling half as many of its instructions as its closest rival by market share. And this, guys, I promise you, you'll start to see this. I'm going to be talking about this in, in the private WhatsApp group for agents only. Uh, if you want to join that, by the way, if you care about this stuff, um, then send me a message on LinkedIn with your mobile number, please. Just, just search Charlie Lambden on LinkedIn. There's only one of me. Uh, and send me a private message 
with your mobile details uh, and i'll make sure that you're in the best agent whatsapp group where we discuss this privately amongst agents okay because what the best agent data that i've got shows it's really important this is that the top 10 percent of agents by market share have 50 percent of all listings which means that the other 90 percent of agents have a share in the other 50 percent now what that translates to roughly is those top 10% of agents by market share have 10 times more instruction per agent than the other 90%. I'm sorry, there are no agents that are 10 times better than all of the others. So that is a clear, disproportionate um, distribution of business in the industry, which doesn't help 90% of agents, and it doesn't help movers either. And it means that a disproportionate number of movers are signing up with the wrong agent for the wrong reasons as christopher Watkins stat there in london shows right um don't just sign up with an agent because they've got the most boards in the town it doesn't mean they're selling the most and that that's I, i'm actually going to talk to christopher i want to i want to get this data out there because without naming names it's a concept that everyone needs to understand really important concept all right guys um so uh remember focus on closing your deals first so when you're sitting down at your desk on a Monday morning thinking, where do I start? Progress your deals first before you answer new inquiries. Progress your deals. Make sure all your deals are chased. And in doing so, you will reduce the chance of fall-throughs before you then go on to uh, chasing up your offers to get offers agreed. Going back, Everyone I'm talking to says there's lots of offers outstanding. The offers that have been made, they haven't been rejected or accepted yet. Sellers umming and ahhing. So talking to those sellers to get an offer agreed is, is the next step. And then chasing up to see what viewings you might be able to get uh, before you then go on a hunt for new instructions. All right, so deals, offers, viewings, instructions, and that order, my, my Dovey system that I've talked about. Um, guys, have a fantastic week. Um, and send me your stories about poor mover behavior, okay? On the Moving Home and Charlie channel, I want to make everyone understand that although there is bad conduct in a state agency, there's also very bad conduct amongst the mover community. And I want to try to help motivate better behavior by movers and also uh, defend all the good agents who are being tarred with the conduct of bad agents. Have a great week. Um, send me your number if you want to join the Best Agent WhatsApp group. Um, and otherwise, I'll see you tomorrow morning. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.